brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved, Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I'm living a double mind. I'm living a double life. Feeling hectic. <laughs> I was taught the double mind. I was taught the double mind. I was taught to ask no questions. We living a double life. We living a double life. Yo, boy, life get hectic. But I'm willing to double mind. Podcast on the planet, Dope Dilla Podcast, Jamal Doman and Toby Hicks. Bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, relative, nephew, niece, we're black. Dope Dealers Podcast. Yes, it's your it's the world's most dangerous podcast, Dope Dealers Podcast, episode 150, Toby? Or 149. Man, I ju- you just told me like two seconds ago, and I forgot it already. Uh, <laughs> Usually fuck up the rings. Yeah. Now you fucking up ep- the memory. Episode you don't 100- even smoke weed. What the fuck? Episode 149. We are back in the studio. Yes. For now. For now. For now. Who, man? It's going to be in and out. You know, wood, on the guest. Knock on wood that we will, <laughs> uh, well, hopefully we'll be back here on a regular yeah. Um, you guys know what we've been obviously what the world been going through. Um, but you know, it's still some people feel yeah. comfortable in studio, and some people who don't. Yeah, and so we'll and we'll yeah we'll we're gonna uh, work it out. Yeah, we're gonna work it out, man. It's good to see Paul, uh, uh, Engineer Paul. Bruh. Good to see you. We haven't Bruh. seen him in a while. Bro, <laughs> man. Paul has stepped up the game. The studio looks nice and everything, man. That's that's what's up, man. We're back. Uh, who we doing for, Toby? Man, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, the Coast Guard, the National Guard. Space Force, the Bloods, the Crips, the Essays, and some of the Woodpile. Absolutely, absolutely, man. We appreciate everybody listening to last week's episode. We got a, a lot of feedback on that episode about uh, should men date if they pockets ain't right? Should men date if they pockets ain't right? I got a lot of my homegirls text me, DM me, you know, said they enjoyed the episode and they had their opinion about it and stuff like that. Uh, so it's good, man. If you haven't listened to the episode, that's 100 and episode 148. Go back and check that out, man. Uh, it's, a, it's a trip being back here. I mean, it's like, you know. This is the first time we've been back here since food passed. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, walking through the I mean, even today That's, as I was thinking about coming here, the last was time all I that saw was on him, my I, mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, was here. Man, you just brought back a memory. The last time I saw him, yeah, it was yeah, here. Yeah. Now he was actually supposed to do my show. Uh, I had him on my show, show in Inglewood. He couldn't make it. Um, so I would have saw him then. But yeah, yeah, man. That yeah. yeah. He was sitting right over here. My yeah, man, rest, food, rest man. in peace, Fu and uh, uh, Rico, uh, uh, most definitely, man. Toby, you been good, man? Anything been good? Oh, yeah, hanging in there. Can't complain. Uh, can't complain at all. Well, I got something to complain about, man. What's I, that? I want to talk about uh, this. This You ever heard the You heard the term rebates? Yeah, I grew up. I mean, my grandmother, my whole life, everything was about a rebate. But I ain't heard nobody really mention rebates. Because they don't do, who does rebates Car anymore? Car dealers do it sometimes still, but. It's a fucking scam. 
I what got, happened? Man, I te- so in November, you know, I got a new cell phone. I went to T-Mobile. They hooked me up. They gave me a new cell phone. Uh, they cut my bill down because, I, you know, T-Mobile bought Sprint. Yeah, I've been yeah. with Sprint for 20 years. Yeah, I'm so. in the same boat. I mean, I transferred over too, so I went through that. So they all the new customers, the Sprint customers, they they take care of us because they want us, you know, to stay there, and they know I've been there for, you know, for a yeah, long time. Yeah, they ain't take care of me too, Smooth, but go ahead. So they gave me a phone. They cut my bill down. To so like, they gave you, you got the, the 13. Got the yeah, got the 13. Okay. Cut my bill down like $30. I think I was paying 130 now I'm playing, paying 100 which is good. Gave me a, a year free Netflix, a year free Apple TV, and a year free Paramount Plus, and also a free pair of earpods. Yeah, a free pair. I seen of that advertised. I seen yeah, that I do. doing that. But the little trick is, you have to pay for the earpods. So I had to, you have to pay for them, but you get a rebate. They send you a check in six weeks. How much Which, did you have to pay? I paid one forty five for them. Okay. So and those that, are the new no, joints. They normally cost about yeah. two fifty. Right? One forty five. I think they was they wasn't the new. They was like the second generation. Ones. Okay. One hundred forty five dollars. Um. So that was November. So you paid for them up front. Yeah. That was November. You paid for them up front in six weeks, you get your check. Okay. Well, that was November. It's past six weeks. Ask me, did I get my check? Damn. Well, what's, what ask they me, say? did I get my check? Did you get your check? Why are you going to ask me some silly ass shit like that? <laughs> Damn. Motherfucker still ain't got the check? So I called T Mobile. All today. the money they made over the holidays? I called T Mobile, like, hey, what's, you know, what's going on? Like, uh, you know, I, I'm still, I, ain't, I gave him all my info. I said, I've been waiting six weeks for my check, man, 145. The guy was like, he, he, I'm talking to T Mobile, the 1 800 number. He was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, who talk, who did you talk to in the store? I said, well, to me, I talked to in the store. I had to find my old receipt. He said, um, I, I don't know what, what they was talking about, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to have to call the store, and let's call it. So he got the store on the three-way. We, mm-hmm. They called it. I, this he know that was a nationwide thing. It was That's advertised. Go ahead. The T-Mobile, we, we called him, got him on the three-way, uh, talked to a young lady. She was cool. Uh, talked to the manager. The manager brought my account up. He was like, well, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I got to check this. Uh, so basically he was like, let me take your number. Give me a couple days to figure out what happened, and I'll call you back. What the? They ain't called back yet? They, no, this was the day. So oh, okay. I'm like, y'all, first thing, rebates, if it's free, just give it to me. What the fuck I got to pay for it for and wait six weeks? That don't make sense. Why do I have to pay and then wait for my money? That don't, hey, it's like a bad drug deal. And you know what's funny about that is that I seen that advertising. and I said to myself, maybe I should go turn my phone in now. I said, no, I'm going to wait till after the holiday is over, let the shit calm mm-hmm. down. Because I was going to go get that same deal. Yeah. I seen mm-hmm. that shit, and I was like, okay, free AirPods. Hey, and you would have been waiting for your rebate Yeah, just but some like told me. me to wait till after the first <laughs> of the year and let they shit, damn, man. So, so re- listen, companies listen. T-Mobile got me too, though, man. They got me in. Damn, it was November. About no, it was about October, November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they listen. put a twist on me too. Like I went up in there, and you know how when you have Sprint, mm-hmm. you go in there and they, uh, when your time is up, yeah. you can just switch your phone. See, my time was up, but they had me in a twist because it's switched over to T-Mobile. So normally you would just turn your phone in and get the newest one, mm-hmm. even if you still owed money on your old phone. You know how that right. Sprint? Yeah, it was a year. Yeah. Every year I was set up, I could get a new yeah. phone every yeah. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did it every two years, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm paying for this the whole time. So now me and my daughter, we go to get our new phones, and the man's like, "Well, no, nah, you can't get your, you. You know, since we changed over to T-Mobile, we don't do it like that, and you can't get a new phone." Blah blah blah. Here's what they, bro. They was like, well, you know, for your daughter's phone, you still owe 200 and some, And then for your phone, you still owe 300 and some. Because the phone actually, in a year, you don't pay the phone up. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. But they, they let don't. you switch. Yeah, yeah. You're okay. just paying monthly installments. Yeah. So they was like, well, you know, you can't get a new phone until you pay this right here. So I went up in T-Mobile thinking me and my daughter just going to switch our phones. I walked out of that motherfucker, gave him $600, <laughs> and still got the old phone. That shit, God. yeah, for real. But now the only good thing, because mm-hmm. I think this happened in October, so you picture November, December, January. Instead of my bill being two thirty for both our lines, mm-hmm. it was only one thirty. Okay. So by now, that's why I didn't rush and go get the. Uh, that's another reason why I said I'm gonna build my motherfucking money back up. So mm-hmm. now 
I have been paying a hundred dollars less for mm-hmm. like four months, so it's I'm almost caught. It's almost equaled out. Mm-hmm. But they got me for six hundred that day, right on the card. I was like, man, yeah, t- t- I, I didn't even know how that shit. I mean, we went to go trade our shit in. I ended up losing six hundred dollars and still had the same phones. T Mobile <laughs> is in their yeah. bag. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> shout out to T Mobile. Y'all got to get your game together and, and stop with this bullshit. All companies stop with that bullshit rebate, man. Just if it's free, just give it to us, man. Uh, or don't. Or don't yeah, mention or don't, that yo, shit. Don't mention it, man. So let's let's get into our show, man. We got a great great show to, today. We got one of our uh, favorite uh, uh, comedians, a respected veteran in the in the house, and she has an <laughs> incredible story, man. Um, we love her. So you you want to take it from here? Well, yeah, wanna... and see, and, and I also forgot. You know, this all goes in line with what we're gonna talk about. But also, shout out to all the first responders, the doctors, oh, yeah. the nurses, yes. everybody still yes. going through this COVID shit, dealing with it. When people ain't really paying attention to the rules, the laws, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck is going on, and they still making you guys work really hard, and you still going through this shit. So, shout out to them. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're gonna bring in our guest. Uh, excited to have her. Uh, I don't know. I mean, glad she's here, but wish she wouldn't have had to go through what she yeah, went through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this this young lady, you know, been knowing her for years. She is. One of my favorite, uh, let's let's just say it like this. One of my favorite, uh, we'll say female comedians, even mm-hmm. though it's the same. It really yeah. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll say one of my favorite all time female comedians. Uh, she's got an album out on Spotify and Apple Tunes. Uh, just a veteran in the game, mm-hmm. someone who's been working hard for years and truly appreciate her skills and just her work ethic. Uh, welcome to the Dope Dealers Podcast, Miss Jen Murphy. There she go. Jen, you get the bell. Yes, yes. I, I, I started you with the bell earlier. I'm, I apologize That's about okay. That, that was yeah. a great intro. I was yes. just That's so funny. Involved. I was going to hit you and tell you to make sure you don't forget the bell. <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't forget it. Uh, and that album, that album is called Orally Challenge, and it's doing real well on iTunes. That's her second album, so please go go check that out. How you doing, Jen? I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Dope Dealers Podcast. Uh, Thank you. It was worth it getting COVID just to be on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that a bit. I was bit. like, oh, they didn't ask me before I got COVID. I'll do it. I'll take it. Um, uh, so... Uh, you have incredible stories. Speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak, so, so, speaking of the COVID, uh, it's funny because like during the pandemic, you know, when the shows were canceled, uh, shut down and all that shit, obviously I hadn't seen Jen in a while. And it just ended up being that like in the last few months, we just all of a sudden we went from not seeing each other because of the pandemic to being on like three shows with each other back to back to yeah, back. It was, mm-hmm. a it was lot. strange as shit mm-hmm. how it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so the last show we did, we were in East L.A. This was about first week of December or end of November, or somewhere around in there. Mm-hmm. And Jen just happened to mention to me, you know, she was talking about, we were talking about the cruise ships and uh, performing on the cruise ships. And she had just told me, you know, she had uh, booked a new cruise ship job and she would be leaving January 1st. Mm-hmm. Top of the year. Yeah, January 1st. And I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Because I've been debating, you know, myself if I wanted to try to, you know, branch mm-hmm. out into the cruise ships. But, you know, honestly, I was like, I'll I'll uh, let a little bit more of the pandemic go down before I branch out into it. But so so Jen was like, well, you know, I'm leaving January 1st to the 8th or something. And it stood out in my mind. So it got to be like uh, December 30th or, or New It was like the day before New Year's, New Year's Day. It just dawned on me what Jen had said. And she's like, you know, and I was like, oh, shit, Jen about to go out you know, on the ship, and I was thinking, I'm like, I hope she's all right, because that's when the Omicron yeah, yeah. had just Kicked hit. Off. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, woo, I hope she's all right out there like that, <laughs> you know. And that shit went through my mind. And like You had I, no I, idea. I had no idea. Like, I was really what concerned was about it. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, boy, this ain't the time to be going out there now. That was so sweet and that then, you thought of me. And I seen one comic who, who posted on the ship. He was saying the ships are sh- safer than being off the ship, you know, being in regular population. And I was like, ooh, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too far to say yeah, that. But but I was I was really concerned. And that was the first time, you know, you know how sometimes you mm-hmm. do a gig with somebody and mm-hmm. then, you know, you, you be concerned they make it home safe mm-hmm. or whatever, shit like that. Yeah. But that was the first time. I was like, damn, I hope Jen is all right out there. And, uh Man, you never. We'll let Jen take it from here. Uh, so, Jen, let's take it from the top. Um, uh, just tell our audience uh, you've been in the game for a while, right? Uh, you're yeah, originally it's been like fifteen years. Fifteen years. I started a little late, so I'm. Okay, you're originally from. I'm what in city? my forties, but it's only been fifteen years. I'm originally from Southern California, like or oh. 
okay. Pasadena area. Okay, and some of the some of your credits, uh, Gotham. Give give our audience some of your credits. That, uh, yeah, that when got. I was newer, I did a lot more uh, television. I did like Last Comic Standing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Gotham Comedy Live. Absolutely. That was in New York. That was awesome. Okay. Um, oh, I don't want to brag too much, but I did do Comics Unleashed with Brian and Alan. Oh, absolutely. Oh. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, done, I've done that show, too. Yeah, I, love, love. I was only like two years into stand-up. Wow. It's funny, because somebody told me this when I was new. I think it was Patrick Keene. Mm-hmm. He's one of the first comics I met. Mm-hmm. And he's like, be careful, because they snatch up girls right away when you're not ready. Yet. And it's true. Last comic no. standing, I was like three years in. Now I, have wow. had, now I haven't done ton of television in a while, but mm-hmm. uh, Comics Unleashed. Right. They had me auditioning for like you know one of the late night shows. Right. Mm-hmm. So that just means yeah. it was funny. No, I was funny, yeah. but it is true. Like what he was saying is that's your pe- that's people's first impression of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with the late night show, it didn't go so well, and it's like then they think, oh, that's it. Yeah. Even though they don't think in their head, oh, she's only three years in, right. maybe another five years or something. Right. Right. But it is funny because he said he's like once you know young girl comes on the the scene. With a solid eight minutes, then you're like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Snatch them up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Instead of looking at like five years, she'll be ready. they like, oh, shit, we gave her a shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's crazy. So was this your first cruise you went on, or you've been on cruises, comedy cruises before? No, so I had just started doing cruises in 2019. Okay. I, started, I did three of them for okay. Norwegian. Okay. And it was cool. It's like. Mm-hmm. Good money, yeah. you know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You're on a little vacation, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that was it, and then I had all of, I had a lot of them lined up for 2020, and then mm-hmm. you know they all got canceled in like March, April. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just had started. Well, Norwegian, I hadn't gotten anything since then, and then mm-hmm. Carnival, I had an opportunity. Another comic hooked me up to work for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't really want to do it. Like, I, you know, yeah. it's the same way Toby was saying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why? It's kind of dangerous. But at the same time, it's like, you know, um, unemployment kind of carried me through the pandemic. Yeah, it, but that it ended. Carried, it carried all of us. Mm. I, it ended September. I remember the day. Uh, I think it was September 4th. Yeah. Oh, I, re- I know the yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, I'm not. I, I work as a comic, but yeah. I'm not successful enough to be like, oh, yeah, I'm working enough to yeah. pay my rent and pay all my bills every month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after about four months of paying rent without unemployment, I just saw my bank account start to dwindle. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I have to take this cruise ship because that's your rent. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. It pays mm-hmm. enough in one week to pay rent and bills. So even though it was a little sketchy, I was like, I got to take it because right. I just I got to survive financially. Mm-hmm. And I think I was feeling slightly cocky because it hit, I had never gotten COVID yet. Mm. And we were already like almost two years in. I'm yeah. like, I'm good. Nah. I got this. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, now, yeah. did you, I'm, I'm sure you had to be you had to be vaccinated to get on the ship. Is yeah. That, okay. All yeah. Right, so, so I'm fully vaccinated. Okay. And I even like I knew it was an issue. So I was very careful. I tested myself like three times in the week leading up to getting on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, and all yeah. of them were oh. negative. And then when you board the ship, they test me. Mm hmm. Because, you know, a lot of people get turned away if, if you test uh, positive. So I, I was negative on that one, too. And then the first night I was there, I woke up in the middle of the night. Just awful. Because I, I was in your article, and, and this, uh, Jen, let me just go back. Jen has a beautiful uh, self-written article that was in the L.A. Times, January yeah, 2nd. And um, so I, I, I take a little stuff from there. Because in the article, you said the first day you went to the shows, you was hanging out. You was having a great time on yeah. the ship. Yeah. Yeah, the first night, I wasn't scheduled to perform until night two. Mm-hmm. So the very first night, I went just to check out where the show was and see the other comedians that uh-huh. were on the, mm-hmm. on the ship. And um, yeah, and I watched the show. It was great. I got so excited because this room was like like 400 people yeah, in so there. So you're like, I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to kill them. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to do two shows the next night. Mm-hmm. It was like standing room only. Like people were just packing yeah. in there. And, um, How many were shows they wearing were- masks inside, at, inside yeah, the room? or? Nah. Yeah. Majority, but they're okay. also having drinks. And yeah, yeah. And all of everybody get on the ship has to be tested. I'm, everybody has to wear a mask. Like they were pretty strict okay. you about have to it. Be vaccinated too no, to get on not, the ship. No, not no. I think you have to be vaccinated to get on the ship, but they don't test everyone. Okay. I'm considered crew. Okay. okay. I, and they test the crew. Like so they don't test the patrons. No, I think I think you just have oh, to have your vaccination okay. card. Mm. Okay, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Well, I because guess that's be, eighteen hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that'd be a lot of testing, yeah. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just vaccinated. Um, yeah. But when you're crew, you get tested every two or three days. Okay, okay. They're, they're very careful about it. 
Okay. So yeah, so I went to the show and then I went to bed, but and I woke up in the middle of the night, just awful. But I had also taken a red eye mm-hmm. from so, L.A. to Miami, yeah. and mm-hmm. I didn't sleep at all. And then I went out that night to the show, so I figured, oh, I'm just tired, yeah. or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the next day at like noon, I was just felt awful. Mm. And I was like counting the hours till my show. I'm like, okay, I have eight hours. You know, in your head when you're thinking, like, mm-hmm. am I gonna be able to talk? Like, it's gonna be awful because mm-hmm. if you have a cold, it's so hard to think right. on stage. Yeah. Mm. And so I talked to the other comic, and he's like, why don't you just go get some cough drops from the medical people? Mm-hmm. Thinking so, nothing of it. <laughs> yeah, because I had. I mean, I would have thought it was COVID if I didn't test four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see in a week. Saying. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way it's COVID. So I, uh, I went down to the medical, and they saw me, and they were like. No, sit down. Mm-hmm. Like they look terrified, their face. And I was like, no, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a cold. And yeah. the doctor's like, no, sit down. <laughs> oh, wow. But he even looked at me. He's like, you were just here yesterday because yeah. it's the same doctor that gave me the COVID test when mm-hmm. I entered the ship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I know, I don't know what it is. And then they tested me. And he's like, yeah, go uh, back to your room and pack your bags. You're not going anywhere. Wow. So what was your... Uh, so I never performed. Be, I know you must... You, you got to be devastated. Said, when, yeah, when I mean, when this. he said pack I your was. bags, like, I mean, like, what went to your mind at that point? I was just in shock because it was, you know, I hadn't even performed it. And also, a little backstory, I had never worked for Carnival before. Mm-hmm. And when I first submitted to work for them, the girl who books it said, you know what, I just... I just don't get it. I don't know. I'm sure you're funny, but I just don't get it. Like she was like doubting me. She didn't. She like don't it. get what she she was. She watched footage of you, and she didn't get your jokes. Or what she means? She don't get it. This is what she told the agent that booked me was. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, we're just not sure. So then a close comedian friend of mine who works a lot of cruise ships mm-hmm. called her because I guess he has he's close with her, and he's like, "No, listen, uh, just trust me. Jen's really funny. Whatever." And he got me in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's I hadn't cool. worked for them before. I had mm-hmm. to have somebody vouch. They they were already doubting me. Yeah. And then I did. get on the ship and I never even perform. Yeah. 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 So that so when I they said like oh the, when the doctor was like pack your bags and I was like well like just for a couple days he's like no mm. ten days and the cruise is only eight days so they said you're gonna have to go into quarantine for the rest of the cruise for eight and then when we get back when we get off in Miami again mm-hmm. they would send me to another ship. That they keep, huh? so they keep because there's so many cases. Yeah, they keep a ship docked in Miami, just to send crew people that are sick. Wow. So then I would have had to get off and go stay on that other ship for another two oh, days. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that didn't happen. So what? Oh, I, we should have you. You left in Miami. You started out Miami. Yeah. Where were you? Where was the destination? Uh, it was going to Bahamas, um, Antigua. Okay, so it was for ten days. Couple different. It was an eight-day cruise. Eight-day cruise. Wow. So how far did you guys actually get out in the water? Like, I mean, like, you you didn't even get that far, huh, before you found out? No. I mean, I I didn't even see any of it because we left Miami probably at, like, 5 o'clock, and then it was already dark, and Mm -hmm. I went to the comedy shows, and then I went Mm -hmm. to bed. So by the, then I got sent to quarantine. So, Mm -hmm. like, I never saw any of the Atlantic Ocean. I just saw the Miami port. Wow. And then I was in the dungeon for the rest when of you, the When you woke up and you weren't <laughs> feeling well, what made you go? I mean, you were feeling so bad that you knew you had to go to the doctor or like. Because some people at that point, some people would have said, tried to just thug through it and see if they can make it. And, you know, because, I mean, you see the report out now about there's people, there's jobs that are when someone gets COVID and the boss knows mm-hmm. and they're still making them work with COVID. Yeah, yeah, that shit's yeah. happening. Yeah. A girl at Jack in the Box, her boss told her she had to work. Like, just he he told her, "Put your mask on, and just don't tell nobody, and get mm. to work." Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, well, I think in normal times, I I wouldn't have gone to a medical tent because I just as comics, we're just like, well, we just got to do a show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think because I started getting, I didn't think I had COVID, but I think I started getting paranoid of showing up to the show and coughing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's like yeah. people would freak out or yeah, something if I'm would. up there telling jokes hey, and I'm yeah. coughing. So I was yeah. like, I better go to the medical just so that if I do show up at the show, I can say, like, no, I went. They tested me. I don't have COVID. People really, I mean, and I understand because, shit, I mean, if, if someone coughs around me, I'll start to feel weird. Because yeah, you know no, how true. I am about this shit and, and, and having the viruses and shit in my life before COVID. But some funny yesterday. And it's not the first. This is the mm-hmm. second time it happened. I'm in my... Uh, you know, I don't smoke inside the house, so I, mm-hmm. I'm outside smoking a blunt yesterday in my parking lot of the of the complex where I'm at. 
And mind you, a car rolls by with the windows down. God, they had to be like, I mean, they were a long, they were like a football field away from me, damn. Mm-hmm. It was a long distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I coughed, and I just, had, I seen the car go by, and the motherfucker was in the car, turned and looked like he was looking, <laughs> like he, he acted like I was right next to him. That's hilarious. And all he did, he just heard a cough. He didn't know where it came from, but he started looking around like somebody was shooting. You know, like it was gunshots. Mm-hmm. I got a new bit I'm working on about um uh, the good thing. The only good thing about COVID is, you know, you can get out of anything. Just tell people you got a cough. Like whatever, yeah. you don't want to do something. Oh man, you know I got a cough. Oh well, you don't yeah, worry about it. You stay. You I was yeah. been, I got a little, but a little, uh, little uh, tag I got to it. I said, but you, you know, you, it's funny what you was just saying about the girl working. You got a ghetto job. You call them. Like, hey man, I'm over here coughing. I can't come in. We coughing over here too. Come on in. Everybody yeah. coughing. I come mean, on yeah, in. Yeah, this shit is real. This is a bunch of businesses getting caught up in that now. Uh, so once they sent me down to the quarantine, I was like, why? I was like kicking myself. Like, why did I go to that medical place? <laughs> so, but it's better that I did. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't, I would, and I ended up really being sick. Like I was sick. So yeah, yeah it's better. So that what, I went. what type of med? Did they give you some medicine? What did they do? Did they just say go? I mean, did they he give gave me any- like cold medicine. Mm-hmm. Oh, regular stuff. Just yeah. the same but shit. But COVID, they yeah. can't really. You, yeah. you just gotta yeah, let go, it pass. Let through. it pass through. So you you in you in this dungeon? They take you down to the probably the bottom floor. Yeah. Did they explain to you the procedure? What, no. What's going on? No. The the doctor said go pack your bags. You know you're going down for the rest of the cruise. So I went and I packed my bags, and it was like I just sat there in my room, and it was like two hours later, somebody knocked on the door, and when I opened it, there's like four people outside the door. Mm-hmm. One woman who was telling me she was going to walk me down to my next room, mm-hmm. and then three guys, two of them had on like almost like hazmat suits, mm-hmm. and one of them had a sprayer, like one of those, like a container with yeah. a little metal like rod. Like bug spray, like yeah. the spray, yeah. yeah. It looked like he had just sprayed chemicals on a, on a planter. Yeah. Sanitize, and, and he was, and it was like clouds of disinfectant, and he was just spraying all around me. Oh my god! Everywhere <laughs> you walk, oh Lord, have mercy! I know like you. even the nurse that was there to walk me, she was choking. She's like, "It's too much," because it was. It was like in our throats, and yeah. then we're both coughing. And I was like, "Well, I can't cough because now they know I'm positive." Yeah. I'm just like in my mask, just oh like choking god. on this disinfectant. And yeah, and th- they didn't explain anything. But then when I walked to the, she talked, walked me to the elevator, mm-hmm. and there's three more security guards, like holding off anybody else from entering the area that I was mm-hmm. in. Oh, my God. So now it's seven people they dealing liter- with you? Oh, yeah, there was a lot. And they literally treated me like they were just like, patient zero, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm walking down the hall. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so infected and contagious. Wow. And then the security guy opened up the elevator with a key. Like you, not everybody can get to the floor we're going to. Mm-hmm. And hit. The, he had to put his key in and hit the button. I was like, and then we got in, and I saw that the button was like the lowest button in the elevator, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh fuck, I'm God. going under. And then they just took me down, and the room was fine. The room mm-hmm. was nice, but you couldn't just leave. No, it. yeah, no window. Yeah, you and it's on the very bottom floor, mm-hmm. so thank God I don't get seasick because like I could hear. It sounds like you're hitting stuff yeah. on the bottom. It's just like when they're going through. Yeah, you're hitting whales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it sounded Man. like. Damn. You're hitting. I'm like, what? I, I seriously what? did sound like we were hitting whales. <laughs> When I was reading your article, and I, when you were talking about you, you, I don't know if you're familiar with prison. You're kind of in a hole. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah I don't know if anybody yeah, they like put you in a hole. This is that's, it was like solitary confinement. Wow, yeah. and you couldn't like they didn't couldn't, give me a key, so you, yeah, because so, you can't if you leave, you're stuck. Yeah, they're gonna know. Mm-hmm. So no they didn't way. have nobody like down there in front of your door, what making sure they they trusted you because you, you don't have a key. Yeah, so you'd be stuck in you the hole anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and plus, God. I'm sure there is somebody. They weren't standing out there, but you know, everything's got cameras. I'm yeah, sure they was, was monitoring. The whole hall was all. You know, there's a guy in there with like a hundred uh, in the room with a hundred uh, TV monitors, and he like if that door opens up, <laughs> yeah. you know, push the red button. <laughs> I mean, and at this point, like, how are you feeling? At I mean, like, like seriously, like mentally, like, what was you thinking at that point? I was just in shock. At first, it was like just more shock. I wasn't like a depressed or anything. I was just like, oh my, I can't believe I'm down here. And then the the first night was just kind of weird. Like just, I think I was still in shock. And then I went to bed. And then when I woke up, that's when it was like reality. Cause I was like, it was Monday and I had to be in there till the following Sunday. And that's when I was like, 
started getting this panic attack where I'm like, I'm not going to make it. Like, I Were you able to call any any family members, any friends, and talk to anyone? Or I called my mom like once a day. But the thing is, anytime you turn on the internet on your phone, it costs money. So I would keep my phone off most of the day and then check internet every every couple hours or something. But you can't you can't be on that you can't be on your phone without it costing money. You have to pay for a package. It's like ten dollars for a hundred minutes. Yeah, they yeah. were nice though. They did give me four hundred minutes for free since I was mm-hmm. in quarantine. Oh, that's oh, that's cool. Oh, okay, so but, you pay for the package through the uh, through the the cruise ship. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when you get on board, they take your credit card number, and then any charges you make just go straight to. Okay, there's but, no cash on a cruise ship. Even yes, all no. the passengers. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You yeah. ever been on a cruise ship? They all no. have a little like. Oh, that's card. why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no cash. I mean, yeah. everything no, is on the card. Yeah. yeah, I ain't never been on a cruise ship. I wasn't uh, fucking with that shit, man. It's like <laughs> shit. We came over on a cruise ship. <laughs> no, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. No, it shit. wasn't a cruise ship. We came over. It wasn't. wasn't twenty four hour food. It wasn't a cruise ship. It wasn't twenty four hour food when. Uh, <laughs> That's why I never got on one. I was like, fuck I, them shit. I went on. I went on one um, before. I, oh man, I, I had a question for you, Jen, and just just oh about the so you you can get on social media. You was able to get on social media. You can, and, yeah. And, and yeah. the internet and stuff like yeah. that. So you were able to keep up with it's, what was going on. World. slow but you can get on like when i posted a few videos it would take like 25 minutes to, for the video to upload mm, wow but yeah you can so in the room you had a shower everything you needed was actually there though correct oh yeah the bathroom and shower they yeah. brought you they brought you three meals a day they brought me three meals a day knocked on the <laughs> knocked door, on the door. <laughs> um and, but you didn't know so you didn't know you didn't order anything so you didn't know what they they no, it, it was, was a surprise it was like, always what, a surprise like what like what do they got today it's like somebody that went down a line of a buffet and just yeah. put like <laughs> they put random. a scoop of everything on there for you and said, "Take it down there to her." It was like a piece of meat, like come some kind of steak. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat it. Like two chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Always every meal, always this like fish fillet across the top of it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like just random meats and fish, and then like a load of mashed potatoes underneath it or something. My. Um, and so tr- any tr- trash, I would figure you just put the trash out in the front door. They'll come get it and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and only five channels on the TV, stations on the TV. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I am glad that I actually had COVID and was sick. Because I know some people will test positive but be, like, asymptomatic. And they yeah. still have to go down there. Yeah, yeah. that could be. Uh, that would really yeah. be horrible. But luckily I slept, like, 12, 15 hours a day. Oh, because, good. yeah, all I had was, like, Travel Channel, Discovery. Mm. They had one news station. Discovery is cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't you awful. You want to be on a travel channel and you stuck in the bottom of a <laughs> ship and you're supposed to be traveling, having a good time. Now you got to watch motherfuckers on the traveling channel. My, my, my. I didn't even think of that. That's, That's hilarious. That's fucking stupid. They shouldn't have had that channel on there. Well, I'll tell you what. It's funny that you're the first podcast to invite me on to talk about this because I only had one really bad panic attack and it was because of the story you told me. I didn't even realize it until I got here today. So, I mean, I did realize it because it happened, but I just wasn't thinking about it. So, the first, on the second night, like, when I found out I had COVID, I was like, well, I'll get sick, but I'm not that worried. Right. You mm-hmm. know? I'm yeah. like a young, healthy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the second night, I couldn't sleep, and all of a sudden, I started freaking out, like, but what if I did get it really bad, and I'm in the bottom of the ship, and who's, nobody's checking on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, all they're going to know is if I don't pick that up is. that food. And then I started, the reason I, I say it's part of it was because of you is because, we had performed at the stand-up comedy club in Bellflower. Yes. And Toby tells me about his friend who's in her 40s, which I'm mm-hmm. in my 40s. Yeah. I run marathons. Like, I'm very healthy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my friend was super healthy. She ran marathons. And then, and sorry, she, I didn't mean to, like, laugh in the middle of that. No, but she's like, And he's like, and she got COVID and, like, she passed away. Wow. And all yeah. of a sudden, I started thinking that. And I was like, oh, my God, wait. But it's crazy you mentioned. If Toby's friend passed away, yeah. maybe yeah. I don't. Doesn't matter that I'm yeah. healthy. I'm just and then mm-hmm. I start. No, she was training for a marathon out. at the time, and it's funny you mentioned her, uh, Glenda. I, I just looked at her pictures a day. Like it's just still like fucks me up. Um, yeah, wow. yeah, she was in great shape. Because you're one of the only people whose stories I've heard of like a young person. I think the marathon thing too. Kind oh, of oh yeah, the running. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I I know uh, uh, back home I know a 30 year old kid who passed away, and then he gave it to his mother. His mother came over because he like to his place because he was sick. She came over to help him. He gave it to her, and they both died. Mm. Oh my so, god! <clears throat> the father he lost his son and his wife in like a three day span. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's my so god, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that's why these people out there acting like it ain't shit. You know, uh, yeah. yeah. I think some people sometimes people be looking at me like I'm overprotective with this shit, but fuck, I know what it's done, and then. 
the fact that I had a virus before COVID, I had meningitis twice in my life. So I know oh, how that's the fuck. really bad. Yeah, yeah. I damn near died. So I knew the moment they came out with this shit, I was like, ooh, I was nervous because I know how the viruses are. And for people who've never dealt with it, they don't understand. They truly don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I know, because everybody's like, what's the big deal? It's a cold. I'm like, well, for some of us, it was a, it was a cold for me, but yeah, not yeah. for people. everybody. Yeah, it's a million people yeah. almost now in America who wasn't a cold yeah, for. Damn near a million people have passed away. Five, five family members of, of myself, too, yeah. And then they told us, too, on when I first worked cruise ships in 2019, when I was just getting to know how cruises work, because I hadn't done it mm-hmm. either like you, somebody told me, oh, you know, if somebody dies on a cruise, there's a, there's a morgue. On cruise ships. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, they got it more. So then I was like, I can't die on this cruise no, ship and just yeah. be sent down. Yeah. Even but, further to the bottom? Yeah. Wherever they can. Mm-hmm. There's a morgue but, and there's a jail on uh, cruise ships. Yeah, it's a jail too. But, yeah. but what's crazy is that I would have thought that they would have sent somebody to check on you, like, you know, that was check, take your temperature, do that was, something. That was one of my, that was actually my next question was, was anybody from the ship, I know they can't come down there, but were they calling you, emailing you, just kind of. Yeah. Keep an update with you? There's a couple that called. And From they, the ship? Yeah. Okay, cool. No, they were very nice. I mean, okay. what was their when position? When I said nobody was checking our management, like, physically, like, okay. so, I didn't see another human. Mm, or, now, did they email you, like, are you still alive? Like, what, what, No, what? like, a nurse would call. Okay. Um, And they did, when the doctor gave me the cold medicine, he gave me a thermometer. And mm-hmm. he's like, Keep check your temperature, and if it gets really high, call us or mm-hmm. you know. Oh, okay. That's, I was like, damn, they just dropped you down there. Like, <laughs> fuck you, then. I was like, shit, they didn't come down there and see. Check no, on. he gave me a thermometer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I see you was keeping in touch with your family too. They, I'm sure they was concerned. Yeah, yeah. I know your mom. I know she was like, what the fuck? How did she feel when you told her you were going to go on and do the cruise ship? Was she was your mom nervous about it from the beginning or? Well, my family was, like, sending me articles, you know, saying, oh, it's so dangerous to get on a cruise. But she wasn't overly concerned, I think. Yeah, I think she was just, oh, you know, a lot of people are getting sick. But I don't think she was that worried. And see, yeah, my fear was, see, like, I didn't even think about, like, what you went through. Like, okay, if you got it there, then they're going to, I mean, that's kind of common sense that they would take you to an area where no one else is. But that wasn't my, my biggest fear was, like, a massive amount of people getting the virus and then them just saying, okay, nobody gets off this boat yeah. for 30 days like they did at the beginning. That's why I was like, ooh, I'm going to let a little more time pass before I see about fucking with the cruise ships. So that was my concern It's just them being stuck on there. But Somebody told me now that everyone has to be vaccinated that that wouldn't happen. But I don't know. But I know that's what happened in the beginning of COVID. Yeah. So there was one comic I knew that got stuck for at least 30 days. She was on there for a long time. Did uh. Mm. Did, Buddy, did Buddy Lewis bring, was stuck in in over yeah. in Europe. Buddy Lewis, yeah. I'm familiar with Buddy Lewis, comedian, talented comedian. He was stuck in. He went over Europe for vacation, I think. Yeah, he, went he got out. COVID. And he was stuck in the, over there for like a couple of weeks. He couldn't come out the hotel. They wouldn't let him out. Yeah, that's rough. And then when he got it, he was because he couldn't come back home. He had to get rid of it. Yeah, shoo. Um, I, did you did you hear? I mean, like the area they had you in, were you able to hear, did they bring anybody, did anybody else, do you know if anyone else had COVID at that time? Did you, did they bring anybody down there or do you have any idea? Well, I know the only gauge I could get on how many people were in the, cause that whole floor was Mm -hmm. COVID COVID. people. Mm -hmm. And the only gauge I would hear is when the guy came down to deliver food, Mm -hmm. I would go to the door and listen and try Mm -hmm. and hear how many, many, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I I would hear him banging on door. He didn't just knock. He would be like, like if you're sleeping, Mm -hmm. you're just like, he would mm-hmm. bang on the door and go, dinner, dinner. And then I could hear him going all the way down the that, hall. That reminded me of the old prison trick yeah. where the guy got the, a mirror and yeah. looking at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what's going on down the hall with the mirror. <laughs> I, I want to read uh, one of your, uh, first thing, this is, I want to, this LA Times article that you wrote, Jen, is incredible. I want to read yeah, a paragraph was... from it because it leads to my next question. Okay. Um, by the th- so this is a, a Jen Murphy uh, quote. By the third night, my panic and anxiety at having no fresh air had now converted into a more personal fear of being a woman alone in a secluded room. I imagine the possibility that just one of these underground workers on the ship may know that I'm a woman trapped alone in the basement bedroom of the ship. This is not a judgment of any person who may work on the ship. It is just a rare possibility that my brain feels the need to prepare for when I'm traveling alone, no matter what the location or job type. Being that nobody would be physically checking up on me for days on end, my mind couldn't help but imagine the worst. Um, yeah, this 
that that's fascinating. I know that must be you know hard. that shit. As a man, we would have just never thought. Yeah, about we wouldn't. That's not. We wouldn't have been down there thinking somebody could come down there and rape exactly. us or something. But yeah, that that and it made and it made me think because the only time I was ever on a ship, I did it. I didn't do a carnival cruise. I got hired to do a personal show, like a private show. Oh, nice. It was a Mother's Day cruise. We left out of Long Beach. It was just a weekend thing. We left on Friday, came back on Sunday, and the show that we did was on Saturday. But you know, on the ship. Um, they actually had the regular comedians who were actually doing, we met them too. But on the ship, uh, uh, one of the guys who was with us, something happened on the ship uh, like a few weeks before and they was talking about it. What happened was somebody who, one of the crew members, mm-hmm. he was going around putting, uh, I guess, mollies or something in people's <gasps> drinks. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. And yeah, that's what he was doing. So it was like a big thing. They had uh-huh. just got over that. Like, so this, when I read, when I read oh, your, my God. your, uh, yeah, God, you know, it, yes. I can see as a woman it, uh, your fear. That was that was really, um, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I know my cruise agent called me. He's like, you know, you might not work for them again. I didn't mention that there's carnival in the article, but no, we've already said it now. But mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I didn't, like, I purposely told the LA Times. I was like, I'm not going to bash them. Right. Yeah, because, yeah. I'll, I'll write a story about what I went through, but I don't want to say, like, the ship's off. Because it ain't their fault. I no, mean, not you know. at all. And I clearly, if I got it, it the first fault. night, I clearly came on that ship with COVID, even yeah. though I mm-hmm. tested negative. Yeah. Yeah. Because it takes a few days. To and I'm sure you wasn't the first comic who no. probably this happened to. Yeah. You're not. But he, but he, he, he pointed out that part of the article, and he was like, "When I said I don't think they should be mad," he goes, "Well, you said that one of their employees might rape you," and I'm like, "No, that's no, not what that's I said. Not, that's, that's not, not what not, I said. No, not. you didn't say that's, that. This is this is legitimate. I purposely put because as yeah. a woman, you as know, a woman, yeah, I travel by myself all the time. And now when I think back, I'm like, God, there's been a lot of cities where I just walked alone from the mm-hmm. comedy club back to a hotel at like midnight, like just feeling safe yeah. and." So stupid. And now won't that even I think, think back. of it. Yeah, but yeah, as a woman, that's just what you think Not, when you're yeah. alone in a in a room. And see anywhere. And and what they and what they don't understand also. I mean, you know, shit. There's only <clears throat> a certain amount of women in the in the comedy game that are making enough money. To where they can pay somebody to be with them at all times, you True. know that's not you know. True. If you're at the ground level, you can't pay yeah. someone to come with you when you you know. But you know, I mean, hell, if somebody's Amy Schumer, I mean. Yeah. She got security exactly. going with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, got you know, pe- women comedians who are making more money. They they have somebody with them for that fact. But yeah, and actually, that being in that ship is a very safe place. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to come across. I mean, it's just something that's. And also, when you're sick, you're more vulnerable. Yeah. So and my mind was just going. Right. Everywhere. Yeah, your mind is just mm-hmm. racing because you're just trapped downstairs yeah. all by yourself. It's all kind of shit you could have. But thought it's of. usually when you're staying as a comedian in the hotels. You know, a hotel is not that fancy when your door leads to the outside, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? That's when it feels dangerous. When mm-hmm. it's just like my yeah. door just leads to this back alley or something. I, I did um, the Looney Bin. Was it Little Rock? I think it was Little Rock. And I don't know if you ever did them. They have a, a house. They put you in a condo oh, I've never or something done like that. One. Yeah. So I did it with this comedian. I don't, I don't like know his spots I, with the houses. I forgot his name, but he's lucky I, don't, I forgot his name because I ever see him again, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> He was the headline. I was the feature. So he had the big room. You know, it's three rooms I had with a little smaller. It, the weekend was cool. He, uh, My flight didn't lead to uh, Monday. So Sunday is the last show. He left. I think he drove. So he left Sunday. He told me, like, sa- Saturday night, he said, I'm, I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to be out. So we said our peace to each other. I wake up. Was it Sunday? Yeah. So I wake up Sunday. Um. All right, so I get it. Saturday actually was the last show, but my flight didn't leave to Monday. He got out on Sunday. So I actually gotcha. stayed for an extra yeah, day. Yeah, extra day. Um, so I wake up Sunday morning, and I, um, you know, this is this this is Little Rock. It's a nice neighborhood where it's at, but still, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. I know the club is like two miles away. So I wake up Sunday morning, I get up, I go to the bathroom, I come up. This guy left every door. He left. The, he left every door open. Just, I don't know when he left, what time he left. I, I have no idea. He, he must have left sometime early in the morning. But he left, the, the front door was unlocked, cracked open. His bedroom was, I was so, anybody could have just walked in there and did anything. To, I was so, I talked to the, I told the manager, I forgot the comic name and he's lucky I forgot his name. Because yeah, I, if I yeah, see no, him. I'm curious. 
I um, mean, uh, yeah, I, I always, I never liked them spots where, you you know, they got the house for you. Because it's just too many people we didn't pass through there. Yeah, that's true. Shit's dirty. You, I'm be worried yeah. about bed bugs. And I mean, oh, shit, yeah. that can happen in a hotel. But at least I got somebody to go at. Like, yeah. if I get bed bugs in a hotel, mm-hmm. I can go at the hotel. Mm-hmm. You get that shit from there. You know, that's why I never liked it. Even one time, one time I was out with Felipe and we were in Alabama. And, they, and the place had a house. Mm-hmm. And it was a mansion. It was a big ass nice place, but right. still, even that, I just don't feel comfortable in the house. I don't like, like. I just want to be in a hotel. Yeah, the pillows and stuff. It always just seems like these didn't get washed. Enough. Yeah, and you could just picture like mm-hmm. the comics last week just coming all over, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> Not everywhere. The, but and shit. to be to I, be honest, to be fair to the Looney Bin, they do a good job. They, I, I, yeah, they have a washing machine. Made, yeah, they have a maid who comes in there. I think on Wednesday because the comics usually come Wednesday or Thursday is the first show. So they have a maid. So yeah. Sometimes I've been I've come on. on Wednesday and I've seen the maid doing her thing so yeah. I mean yeah, be but, honest but that asshole left all it didn't have nothing to do with the club it was that asshole comedian I think he wanted somebody to come in there and grab me this is Little Rock Arkansas I'm a black man like just you know a weird I mean? thing to do anyway who yeah, doesn't shut the doors leave the doors open like oh yeah um, back to Carnival uh, are they you said I, I read an article. You got you got your money, even though you didn't perform. Yeah, that's good. I thing. Did. You got yeah, paid. Yeah. How did they like? Yeah, was was already mad at you? Or? Like, what did they say when they said we're gonna pay you? Like, because well, I just did you already, have to ask them, or, no. or did they come? What did they come to you and say? No, they didn't. I haven't had any contact with them. That's already just a given because yeah, it, yeah. it's happened already with so many comics. Yeah, yeah. But even before I got on the ship, they were like, if you know. Not to me specifically. It's just my agent told me like, hey, you know, if people get COVID, they still get paid. Yeah. yeah. Would you? Would so that you, was already. Yeah. A, it wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to ask for money or mm-hmm. anything. I haven't had any contact with them, so yeah. I still. I'm trying to just lie low since mm-hmm. my agent thought I might get in trouble for writing this. So I just haven't had any contact. I'm just gonna wait. Like right, say you did. You never mentioned. You never mentioned who it was. And so. it's, it's it's nothing. It's yeah. no nothing. They yeah, you to didn't me, they can read. Them. That, well, them, for them to be upset. I think it? I also just feel paranoid because I they still don't even know if I'm funny. They still haven't seen me perform. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first time working for them. I mean, so and I'm that like, is kind of crazy that you didn't get to do one show. I mean, I know. Ha, did, have you have you talked to any other comics That's that, what I was saying, have, other that happened yeah. to that that caught COVID out there? Like, what happened? I mean, did they yeah, have, was I, it was their story similar to yours or? Yeah, just a couple people, but the majority of them. I think I'm the only one that got it like on the first day and then didn't do any shows at all. A lot of people, it's like after day five, you know, they caught it on the ship, and then they get quarantined for you know the rest of the. Yeah. Did wow. you talk? Did you talk to the uh, the comedian that was on that ship? Have you talked to them? They tell you how the shows go and how the shows yeah. went. Yeah, we kept like in that? touch. Okay. While I was still on the ship, just through social media. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're messaging each other while they're three floors up. <laughs> <laughs> if I know me, I'd have been like, I'm Jim. If you, after five days, I'm coming to get you. you <laughs> I know. I'll come sneak you out. You can stay in my room. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, one of the comedians was like, let me know if you need anything. I'm like, you can't come down here. Oh, Lord. my television, that with my five channels, the remote didn't work. Yeah, that's why I, I read that. And I didn't want to complain too much. But, you know, when you're already sick and then you got to get out of bed. To turn, it wasn't even turning the channel so much. It's like sometimes you're falling asleep and you just want to turn down volume. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I got to get up and walk to the TV. But I called like four or five times. like, can you please just leave a new remote outside? Mm-hmm. And every time they're like, Oh, we're not allowed to go down to the quarantine area. Oh my I'm like, God. you're not gonna get <laughs> sick if you walk down here yeah. in the hallway. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> how, how did the LA Times article come about? How did that? What made you decide? Yeah, what made that you decide was, to write it? It was just by luck. I have a friend who had just started writing for them a couple months ago, and she was like, "I want to write a story." She was like one of these people that was like so appalled. She's like, "I can't believe you're stuck down there. This is awful." And I was like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I feel yeah. like as comics, we're just like, well, mm-hmm. here's a yeah, new I mean, what, what I mean, There's nothing else they could have done. What else could they have done? We're just used to, be like, being in so many situations yeah. where you're like, okay, I guess this is what I'm I doing. I mean, hell, you at least they took you downstairs, you know, on the slave ship. They just threw us <laughs> overboard. <laughs> I should not be <laughs> laughing at that. That's not that's They not just funny. threw us overboard. Shit, they took you downstairs. Yeah. Um, but so she was going to write the story. She was like, I I, just, I really want to write a story. I'm going to mm-hmm. talk to my editor. Mm-hmm. And then I think when she talked to her editor, I don't know, somehow when they were talking, she was like, you know what, Jen's, she's a writer. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's like, let's let her write it, like mm-hmm. first person. I think part of it was that she was so appalled at what happened that she was like, 
I want to take them down. We got to write how awful they're treating you. And then I said, I'm like, I'll, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not interested in saying this cruise mm-hmm. ship is awful or anything. And then that's when they decided like, okay, why don't you just write like a firsthand story of what it's like to be in quarantine for mm-hmm. eight days. That's yeah. Yeah. Cause actually so that, mean, that article coming out made it all worth it. I was so excited. When, not, cause not, I was like, I would never think I'm getting published by the LA times. And this is, it was written. I yeah. took a couple years of journalism. I didn't graduate, but I, I took a couple. T- shout out to Temple University, a couple semesters of journalism. So nice. I consider myself semi writer, and this was written beautifully. Have, Thank it, you. It, have you you have a writing back? I know as a comedian we write, but but any not really. Okay. No, I think no. I, I mean, because just... the details and everything, it was. I mean, I was blown away when I read that. Shit. Yeah, the feedback I got from that was so nice. I was really yeah. surprised. Even when I told my mom I was going to do it, she was like, I was like, I'm going to write an article for the other time. She goes, Oh, really? <laughs> like, I was like, Why do you sound disappointed? She goes, Well, I mean, do you write like that? And then when the article came out, she's like, Oh my God, well, you're a very good writer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah, that was. Comedians, we write for a living. We, we write for a living. No, but, but I mean, the feedback was very nice because I was very nervous too. At first, I was like, I don't. I don't know how to write for the mm-hmm. LA Times. Like I'm not an op-ed writer mm-hmm. or something, you know. Mm-hmm. How long but did it take you to? I did it. This? I did it in like two days. Two days, okay. Was well, you did it on the ship or you did it when you got back? Well, I found out about it when I was still had like two more days on the ship, mm-hmm. but I didn't have my computer with me, so I just started writing it by okay. hand, just writing everything that happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the so deep, like just facts, mm-hmm. and then when I got home, I put it more into like story form with the with the details. This is excellent. But, but I think when something's that fresh, it mm-hmm. probably makes it easier to write yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. If I tried to do it again today, I don't know, maybe I'd be like, <laughs> what and is then, it? Yeah. And then also, you didn't, I mean, you just basically, you just told exactly what happened. Yeah. I mean, but it, it, it was it was brilliant. I was like, wow. When is, when is the next time you're going to eat a fish stick? Never. <laughs> I would like to write for the LA Times again, though. And I'm like, I'm like, can I get something else to happen yeah, to me so that they yeah. <laughs> they're interested in another story? Yeah, let, let, let them. Hey, life is a female comic in the game. Talk to your talk to your friends. Tell you, you, you. Well, hey. you know what? This is also an example of how you know how they always say like, treat people with respect, be nice. Mm-hmm. When they they always say like you never know if the waitress is beginning gonna become the comedy yeah. club book you know mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. not that you should be nice to people just so you can yeah, get something yeah, from yeah. them but <laughs> this guy who's the editor now at the L A Times was the editor of O C Weekly the oh. Orange County newspaper wow mm-hmm. and they covered all the shows at the Irvine Improv mm-hmm. so he was already familiar with my name oh okay oh wow that's cool that really had nothing to do with me being nice to him but it's just a it's just a thing of like. When your name he, came across his desk, and he's like, "Oh shit, Jim Murphy." Yeah, and there I was, know her. And there was no connection to my name of like, "Yeah, we heard she's a bitch," or you know, yeah. something yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. it, it's also just something that comes around where you're like, "Who would think the OC Weekly is going to end up?" Yeah, I was edi- editing I was, the LA Times. So I was just I was just talking to a young actor, telling them like, you know, they they're going to be on set, and I say, when you're on set, learn everything. The guy who's holding that the boom, learn yeah. what he does, learn yeah. with the AD, learn because he's new actor. I said learn in the casting director. Get that uh the call sheet when when you get the call sheet. Keep keep all that. Follow everybody. Follow the director, the AD. Follow them on Instagram. I wish when we started we had that stuff. Like we didn't have that with stuff. Yeah. I'm telling the young actor this. Mm-hmm. And one, I said be nice to everybody. Even I don't care that the casting director, even assistant casting director. Because I said you know how many. And this goes to what you was just saying about the uh, the editor. You know what I mean? How many assistant casting directors I've met over the years? Now they casting directors. Yeah. So that's why you yeah you know you treat everybody because that assistant casting director who's just checking you in in five years is going to be the casting director. Yeah. So. Be nice to everybody, man. Um, and now you see some people who would like they'll be like, "God, they're so talented. Why aren't they working?" And like, it's got to be the personality. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you yeah when you first when you first called your mom and told her what was going on, like, what did she say like to you at that moment? She was really concerned the first like two days because she was very scared because I couldn't talk. Yeah, because my yeah. voice was like. Uh, I think that that was part of the reason I went down to the. The medical too to try and get some cough drops. Like it was really hard to talk. So when she first heard my voice, I think she was very nervous because I was like, I didn't think it sounded that bad. I just thought it was like sometimes you wake up and it's a little hard to talk. Like you haven't t- used your voice yet or something. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back and looked at the video, the very first video I posted on Instagram, 
where I I said like, oh, I just found out I have COVID and blah, blah, blah. Um, I went back and looked at that. And then I could see that I was like gasping when I was talking. I was like, <gasps> like you could hear it like hollow breath. So she was nervous. When I first seen it on, on so I mean, uh, I, I forgot where I seen, seen that you had. I was just like, I was just blown away because I was like, how the fuck? I was like, it was like almost, it was almost like I knew you were going to get COVID. Like, but you know how you, <clears throat> especially in this game, you know, certain things, you know, like, we don't tell people, we don't say nothing. I mean, because what, what good is, I mean, you know, but it's like, damn, it's like, fuck, you know. I mean, it ain't like I was going to call you on uh, December 30th and go, hey, Jen, uh, I don't think you should go on the cruise. And, you know, I know we all got to, I mean, shit, we know how it is when it comes to trying to make the money to mm-hmm. take care of ourselves in yeah. the situations we in. So Pay our bills. Yeah. I would have, uh, I would have went too, but shit. I would have been nervous. Yeah, no, because, yeah, December, I was, like, I was really starting to panic and have anxiety about money, so I was like, I just got to do this. I got to take it. And that it, You were you left such a nice message, though. You're one of the only people that called me. It was very nice. Um, What was that call from them saying that you would you'd be going home in two days? How, what was your feeling? <laughs> oh, my God. I was ecstatic. So on this is day what? What? This is day six. Yeah, when I had day. like two days left, mm-hmm. and then I thought I was gonna have to get off and get on another ship. You thought you had four days actually, at yeah, this yeah. time. Okay, yeah. it was ten days. Yeah, yeah, at first you thought it was four, and then they they let you know that you only had two more. Yeah, so I already originally they book all the flights and everything. Mm-hmm. So I had a flight booked home Sunday when we get off the ship, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh my god, so they would have to change my flight, make another one mm-hmm. after I do the quarantine. So then they called me, and I, I got really lucky because that was the week that the CDC changed Dropped it. it. Yeah. They, they lowered five it. Five days. Yeah. yeah. So they called me, and they're like, we're going to let you go on Sunday. And I was like, what? I was so excited. Like and that re- made the like last two days. You got your release date. Yeah. And <laughs> it, then, it felt like getting out of jail, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. So the last two days, all I knew was, oh, I get to get off. I get to get my flight home, and I was going to make it home for Sunday night football. So I was like, so excited. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm a Charger fan, it was, and that night was the Chargers-Raiders when Chargers lost. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Well, it was a good game, though. They went into overtime. This, it's amazing. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, you I do bit. like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, yeah, I the, did. Yeah. What an uh, idiot. Uh, it's an amazing story, and we're just happy that you're, you're, you're safe, you're back home, you're doing well, look, look beautiful. and you, Thank um, you. And, and can just, we tell your listeners that you got me M&M's? Yes, yes. I, I, so I, cute. When you read this article, once again, it's a Los Angeles Times article. You can go uh, just Google it. Just Google uh, Jen Murphy uh, name, and it'll come up. Um, it's called Shame in Fish Fillets, Diary of a Comedian Trapped in COVID Cruise Ship Quarantine. Um when it, when it was time for them to let you out, like how like how were the the staff like how did they tr- like I mean they were like, super cool. Mm-hmm. So I they just treated me just normal. Like mm-hmm. I thought I didn't know if they'd be paranoid that I was still. It was completely opposite of when they, they put me down dealt, there. They've already dealt with it a lot. Yeah. That's what it is. Like they too. were standing right next to me. They weren't nervous to be around. Me. Plus, some of those same people standing next to you probably were in the same position. They probably been locked down there too, so they yeah. know, they fucking know. Yeah, they weren't scared at all. I just I walked out of the room by myself. There was no like escort or anything. I just walked out and went. So you still like when they let you out, you still weren't able to well because people on different times they got down there. You still weren't able to tell like how many people might have been down there quarantined. Say I mean say if it's eighteen hundred on the ship, do you think it was twenty people down there? Well, I think everyone that was down there is all crew. Mm. I don't think anyone on the ship mm-hmm. because where would they put the papers? They may in? just make them stay in eighth room. Well. No, I think if you if no, no I think they, you do you do get put down there if you test positive. The reason I think it's mostly crew is because mm-hmm. if you're a passenger, you're not going to go get tested unless you're really sick. That's true. That's true. Because you know what's going to happen. That's true. So if you're a passenger and you start to feel sick, you probably be like, I'm just going to hide out in my room. Yeah. Because if you actually go to the medical place, yeah, that yeah. that makes sense. Then you're then in trouble. That makes sense. So I think most of those people or that are down members. there are crew that are yeah that are quarantined. Because they told me they were transferring all a lot of people to that ship that's docked mm. in Miami, which means they sick. Yeah. Wow. I think they were transferring like sixty. Yeah, Jen had, in the article she said she liked uh, uh, M and M's peanuts, so I brought a pack of M and M's peanuts. I'm, that's also one of my uh, well, one of know, my favorites. I have like a sugar. I don't want to say addiction, but I just 
I'm one of these people. I'm like a grandma. I always carry like a bag of candy in my purse, mm. just in case I feel like candy. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. eating it all day, whatever. But right. like, especially at comedy shows, when I'm there for a couple hours, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I need some sugar or something. Mm-hmm. So I uh, always have candy in my purse. Mm-hmm. So that day I went down to quarantine. I had one bag, not even king size, just regular M and M. And she and was I'm, rationing it out because <laughs> one by one, yeah, eating like two a day. Because, yeah, on like day two or three, all of a sudden I was like. Oh my God, this bag has to last a whole week. So I would eat like two M&M's a day. <laughs> Damn. So he brought me this whole bag. Absolutely. absolutely. So you know next time I go on a cruise ship, I'm going to have like five bags of candy oh, yeah. in my bag just absolutely. in case. <laughs> absolutely. So, do you, I mean, like, your what does your gut tell you? Like, do you honestly, do you feel like you will work for that cruise ship again? I mean, do you think that they will, in your, does your gut tell you that they might call you back or, or like, what do you really think? I think so. Um, but I'm not dying to do it. Yeah, I so would, it's like mixed I, feelings, yeah. Yeah. I feel at, at this point <clears throat> I'm not stressing about it. I'm like, I'm just going to see whatever happens, happens. I'm so not, now you like, okay, the cruise ships would have been a way to make some money, but fucking let me transition to something else. That's kind of where you at. It's kind of just made me work harder to get, to get more work here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think before I was like, no, I just I got to get on this cruise ship because it's that much money in one week. And blah, blah. but if I really wanted to, I can I can make the money here as mm-hmm. well. I just have to, you know, yeah, apl- hustle a little apl- hard. Yeah, hustle a little hard. Thank hustle you. That's the word I needed. Hustle. <laughs> hustle a little harder. That's that's what's up. Um, yeah. Um, Dang. Where we like I said, we happy that you. This was incredible. Uh, we happy that you're here. Uh, where, where you where you got these shows? I think did I was you taking pictures at the Ha Ha? Couple months ago, I performed at the Ha Ha with. You didn't yes. have a camera. To, okay. Didn't I send them to you? Yeah, you sent them to yes, me. I just yes. wanted to make sure I had the right. Co- okay, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was me. Is that a hobby you do or something like just having fun? It's just for fun. Okay, I'm not very good at it. No, the pictures you took of me were pretty good. Oh, good. Yeah, it was the outdoor when we he was doing yeah, the show outdoor. I remember yeah. exactly what night it was. Yeah. Yeah, because I spend so much time at comedy shows, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I'll be sitting there. It was actually. Um, trying not to drink any alcohol mm. i picked up another hobby okay because okay. i would spend i would sit there and i'd have a few drinks and i'm like i need something to do when i'm mm-hmm. not on stage yeah so i started taking pictures of comics oh that's ah. cool that's <laughs> co- yeah that's cool um that's that's definitely cool Out of all the shows we did i ain't never seen you with the camera no <laughs> never took no i pictures. literally just started that was one of the first times i did it yeah, yeah, i just I started doing yeah. it like oh. in i just caught i guess i caught on a lucky night yeah or something yeah, that shout out to the ha ha. Um, shout out to stand up. I know y'all was talking about the stand up comedy club. I just did. I just did my Love made my debut place. there. Yeah, what on a, Saturday I did it. It was a good shout out to um yeah everybody there, man. The owner, I forget. Joe, 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 great guy. Man. It is really cool there, yeah, right? Yeah, I had a great time. The Booker, uh, forgot Richard. Richard, 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 yeah, Richard. Shout out to Richard and everybody, man. I, I hosted. Yeah, I hosted in um. It was um, Jason Collins was on the show. Uh, DJ Detmers, I wasn't familiar with him. DJ Detmers, I know yeah, the familiar. name, but I don't know his yeah. comedy. Yeah, he was on the show. So um, and Tom Tran, Tom Tran yeah. was on the show. So shout out to her. yeah. That's a what, what you got coming up? Uh, uh, you chilling or you got got any shows coming up? Mm, I got a lot of local stuff. I'm doing like a military show in Fresno. I'm not doing a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just mo- local. Okay. Do you? Uh, <clears throat> really huge. I'm going to the Slow Comedy Festival again. Are you going this year? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's in February, right? Yeah, the end, the last weekend of February. I you went went to, one year. I've been a few years. I went to. I was there the very first year. Yeah, that's the year that I was there with yeah. you. I, think. I mean, and I was there other years too. But I wanted. I kind of wanted to go this year, but I said I'm gonna give it one more year with the COVID. That's yeah. And I hope everything works out. But it's like, and to be honest, I'm just. I just feel like. Comedy festival isn't where you want to be if you're no. nervous about COVID. Yet. No, and then the thing is, like, and not just the comedy festival, it's the fact that my mindset has just been, which I'm going to have to get out of it soon because, you know, but my, my mindset has been if I, I, I can't go nowhere that I'm not making no money or not doing, you know, yeah. just That's be true. at the club. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. damn, if I get COVID just at the club and I wasn't even working, like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's that makes sense. exactly how I you I mean, at least feel. if I catch it. And I was somewhere getting paid. Then I, I'm like, well, you know, it's fucked up. It happened. But shit, at least I was working. Yeah. I mean, I just can't see catching because I'm just standing around, you know, chit-chatting and shit. Right. But then in another sense, we all, we all know how it goes, you know, out of sight, out of mind, mm-hmm. too. You know, I mean, we can all picture how many times we've gotten gigs by just being at the club. 
So yeah. it's that aspect, but I'm gonna give it a couple more months before I'm just at the club. At the yeah. club, absolutely. You got time. Absolutely. Where can they find? <clears throat> what's going on with my voice? Right, where can they find you, yeah, Jim? Shit. <laughs> All this COVID talk, motherfucker. <laughs> I think he just choked on an Eminem. Yeah, um, I think that's what what happened. Where can they find you at, Jen? On, on social, social media? media, it's at Jen Murphy Comedy. Spell J E N M U R P H Y, just like Eddie Murphy. The, yeah. Uh, the album is called Orally Challenge. Yes. Um, and my first album is Size Does Matter. <laughs> Size Does Matter. <laughs> Orally Challenge. Uh, are both of them on Uproar or just yeah. Orally Challenge? No, both of them are. Uh, shout out to Uproar. We we both we all have albums on Uproar. Shout out to uh, oh, David Drosen. Nice. Yeah. yeah, shout out to David Drosen. We got David like, on here. Yeah. Why we? Yeah, we should have been had him on here. He got. I know he got stories. He got some Richard Price. Yeah, stories. I was looking at his picture. I had a picture with him. And I was going through some shit and seeing it. Uh, you still doing your podcast? I am with Christina Walkinshaw. Okay, it's called Jilling Off, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so check that out. Um, listen, uh, we appreciate you coming on. We here. glad you here. Thanks for having come me. Back. Yeah, yeah, definitely come back anytime, anytime. You welcome anytime, ladies and gentlemen. Jen Murphy, give a hand. Give a hand to you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Toby, you got anything coming up? Uh, oh, next. Uh, well, I mean, next Friday, uh, February fourth, I'm at the Green Room. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Green Room, Alana's. Coffee roasters in Venice. Uh, come get high there. It's uh, you know, four twenty friendly. So yeah, good good show next week. Next oh Friday. yeah, yeah, oh, that's I a good name, the Green Room. Yeah, I'm finally doing. That. You did it. For, I was booked yeah. one time and then I couldn't do it, and yeah. I, you went and did it. I think so. Yeah, that was a yeah. That was on off of uh, uh, what's that off of Venice? Yeah, yeah, Venice. Yeah, yeah, yeah Venice. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool, cool, cool room. That's that's fun. They yeah, they get high. They just smoking. That's yeah. all they doing. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, shout out to my my Sixers. I don't know the score. By the time we finish, uh, you guys listen to this, you'll know the score. But uh, my Sixers are right now taking on uh, Toby Hicks Lakers. So we'll when we get home, <laughs> we we'll watch it on the DVR. Uh, appreciate everybody listening, man. Please uh, uh go to i go to Instagram or Twitter. Follow us at Dope Dealers. Dope Dealers Podcast. That's Dealers with S. Dope Dealers Podcast. Go to iTunes. Please leave a review. Uh, you know you can get a free T-shirt. Go to iTunes. Leave us a dope review. Take a screenshot of it. Go to our Instagram page. DM us the screenshot, and we'll send you a free T-shirt. You Tell know a friend. We and uh, We got a phone number you can call. 818-335-2065. 818-335-2065. Uh, be safe out there. Get vaccinated. Get Absolutely. boosted. Uh Yes. I mean, this shit is still crazy. Uh, yes. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Christian, Chinese best friend. Uh, uh, one of our homies, uh, Michael Blackson, good friend, and I met him through Michael Blackson. He passed away of COVID. Oh, he was not sure. vaccinated. So um, just please get vaccinated, man. And uh, rest in peace to uh, Christian and re- um, prayers to his uh, fiance and his uh, two-year-old son, man. And definitely it's a sad thing. Just as Toby said, be safe, be safe, be safe. Get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. We love you guys, man. Shout out to Paul, our engineer, man. Dope Dealer Podcast. We out. Dope Dealers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.